Welcome to the lab. I'm so glad to have you all back. This is your host, Tiara. I know that it has been a while since I have been on the station, but your girl is back. And I am back with some awesome new content that will get us back on track. Today's topic is going to drop some gems on you that's going to help make you think about the choices that you make going forward. Um, I just, I'm excited about this topic. It was brought to me um, on a post that I made and I was like, I have to get this information out to my people because I want to see you all win. I want you all to be living healthier um, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, of course. Here at the lab, you get more than just a workout. Stay tuned. Today's topic is going to be about food, quote unquote, addiction. I'm going to tell you why I put it in quotation marks. And I'm going to give you my views on it. I'm going to talk about a little bit about nutritional value. Um, disclaimer, I am not a nutritionist, but I am very well educated in the medical field to know enough to be able to give you the gems you need to make the proper decisions going forward. Um, let's get into it. We're going to go over a couple definitions. The first one being addiction. It's a noun. The fact or condition of being addicted to a substance, thing, or activity. Definition number two, impulse, which is an adjective. Acting or done without forethought. Definition number three, habit, a noun. A settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. With those definitions in mind, I want to take addiction from food and add impulse. Food impulse. Which then turns into a habit, which we then turn into an addiction. What makes our impulsive behavior gravitate towards food with no nutritional value. It could be that when you eat something good, you feel good. It puts you in a happy place. It puts you in the mind state of this is my comfort item. This is where I feel the safest. And we all know you don't grow in your comfort zone. So in that terms, we need to change our mindset and hit the reset button. Stop pointing the finger and trying to say that it's an addiction. I'm just addicted to this. That's not the truth. That's an excuse. Definition number four. Excuses are tools of the incompetent. Used to build bridges to nowhere and monuments of nothingness. And those who use them seldom specialize in anything else. 
we work off emotions and I come from emotional eating. I never once considered it as an addiction because I knew at any point I could give that up. It was something that I did. It was an excuse that I gave myself to overindulge in something I knew had no nutritional value to my body. The only value it had to my body was adding on pounds that I did not need. I then had to change my mindset and take emotions away from food. Food is used to fuel your body, and that is all that it does. It is nourishment and fuel for your body. It's so that your body can use the nutrients, the nutrition or the nutrients, excuse me, that that food provides to then help your body create new cells. Um, make ATP, which is energy, that helps your uh, metabolism, that helps you sleep at night because foods such as blueberries, raspberries, they have melatonin in there, which helps you sleep. Um, you also have vegetables that are high in antioxidants and electrolytes that are good for you to eat during the day that helps keep you up and alert and awake. Versus when we eat something that's high in saturated fats, something that has been fried, something that has been dipped in grease, those have less nutritional value to your body, although they taste very good. That's added salt, that's added sugar, that's added fats that your body does not need. So your body doesn't need it, so it stores it as fat. And before you know it, your impulsive eating has been created as a habit, which now you are considering a food addiction, which is just an excuse. I'm here to help you get to the root of your problem. If you're associating food with, if you're sad, I'm going to eat to make me feel better. Well, after you eat, you're still sad. So you're going to eat again? You're not even hungry. So it's changing those mindsets and cutting the ties from the two that will make your living habits a lot better. We have to start thinking before we're acting. We don't give our actions any forethought. We just do it. That's the definition of impulse. To be able to reverse that, you just need to do the opposite. You're not incompetent. Throw out the excuses. You're not addicted to food. You have created an unhealthy habit off of impulse. So when you get into those impulsive behaviors, you then in turn change the way you think and the way you view food. Food should be viewed again as nutritional value to your body only. Yes, you can make your vegetables taste phenomenal. Yes, you can make your fruit smoothies the best, better than tropical smoothie. 
but you have to grab the healthier option versus the non-healthy option. It's all about moderation. You can have your little Debbie cake, but limit yourself to one. 12 come in a box. You don't have to eat all 12 today. You have have one every day for 12 days. That'll get your cravings of sweet out the way. That will give your chocolate out the way. That would satisfy your craving. And then you treat yourself to something that's healthy. Drink water over soda. Eat more vegetables. Opt for an apple and peanut butter. When you start feeling like, oh, I'm sad, but this box of ho-hos will make me feel better. Well, after you eat that and indulge in that sugar, you're going to feel like crap. Then you're even more sad. Then you're even more depressed because you're thinking about, I shouldn't have ate that. But the damage is done. If you would have thought about the consequence before you ate all 12 ho-hos, you wouldn't be in that predicament, which makes you want to eat 12 more. I'm just telling you to just take a step back. Take a step back. And when you feel yourself getting overwhelmed and you're working off impulsive behavior, just think about what you're doing. A lot of us don't plan. For instance, we get up every morning and we get ready for work. The average person may get up at 630 seven o'clock, depending on your schedule. If you have children, you may even get up even earlier than that, maybe 5.30. But you start getting ready, getting everybody up, brush your teeth, wash your face, you know, put your clothes on. And then you're out the door. Your children eat breakfast at school. You didn't pack a breakfast, so you're not going to eat until lunchtime. Well, lunchtime, you didn't pack a lunch either. So now you're short on time. You may have a 30-minute, maybe an hour lunch. But if you didn't plan to pack your lunch, that means you're now working off the impulse of, I just need to eat because I'm hungry. You're not giving yourself the thought of, okay, is does this meal have nutritional value to me? Is this meal going to help me with my goals? Is this meal going to give me the energy I need to make it through the next four hours of my shift? When you eat something that is high in saturated fats, it tends to bring your energy levels down because now you're ready to go to sleep. You know, you got the itis. Versus if you had something that was light and not so heavy on you, you would still have enough energy to move around instead of feeling like I just got to rest. We have to take back control of our actions. There's no one else to point the finger at but yourself. Again, throw away the excuses because you're not incompetent. Once you throw out one excuse, you're going to throw out another excuse to cover that excuse. Then you're going to throw out another excuse to cover that excuse that covered the first excuse. Like, just let it go. 
we are in a lifestyle or we live in a world where food controls everything. But who's controlling the food? You have to be in control of what you put into your body. What you eat doesn't affect the person next to you. What you eat doesn't affect the person that you go to sleep with every night. But what does affect them is if you have congestive heart failure due to having high cholesterol, due to your arteries are being clogged because you base your whole nutritional value off of impulse. That will affect everyone around you. Versus if you took a step back and you said, okay, I'm feeling the urge to just want to eat, but I know that this bag of hot chips will not serve me any good. I'm going to eat the chips. I'm going to be satisfied while I'm eating the chips, but when the chips are gone, I'm going to still be hungry. So then what do you do? Are you going to eat another bag or are you actually going to eat some food that would Settle your craving of being hungry. Drink you some water that's going to keep you hydrated versus a Coca-Cola or a a Sprite um, versus any sugary beverage that doesn't have any nutritional value to your body. Water is not nutritious, but water is a hydration thing. Water keeps your skin alive. Water keeps your organs. Think about it as oil in your car. If you don't have any oil in your car, your motor is going to blow up. Well, if you haven't drunk water and all you've been drinking is sodas, think about all the salt intake you take in, the french fries, the added salt into your meals, the added salt that's in your seasons, the added salt that's in potato chips. That is trapped within your cells and it's just waiting to get out. But yet you are dehydrating yourself because you're opting for soda, which is high in sugar, versus water that'll help flush that sodium out of your body. Water is a diuretic. It will keep the fluid off of you. So water has nutritional value as far as what it does for your body. That's what you have to think about when you're thinking about food. When you eat things that are good for your body, your body then in turn rewards you by lowering your fat content because they don't have any additional sugars or saturated fats to store as fat on your body. They're using up the antioxidants in your vegetables. Your body is using up the energy that is made from the nutrients that's in your vegetables, that's in your sweet potatoes, that is in your spinach for your salad, that's in your fruit. It's using the natural sugar to fuel your body and make energy so that you keep going. With that being said, I hope this really helped you understand the difference between food impulse and how you can reverse it. You don't have to stay in the stagnant spot that you're in. Once you start making 
small changes into your meal, they're going to lead up to larger ones. And then you're going to reach your ultimate, healthiest version of yourself. Again, I thank you all for tuning into the lab. And I hope that this information that I've given you helps put things into perspective and it takes you back and lets you think about the things that you do on a daily basis. If you fail to plan, you can plan to fail. So I suggest that you take a step back and at night when you're cooking dinner, you cook enough to have leftovers, take some of those to lunch. Make sure you have veggies most and water first. Don't opt for just a soda or your coffee first. Drink you some water. Eat you a well-balanced breakfast that has protein and that has a carb. Together, they're going to make energy that's going to sustain you for lunchtime. At lunch, have you a nice feeling lunch, okay? Have you a small portion of uh, protein? Have you a large portion of vegetables? And have you a small portion of a carb of your choice? Drink you some more water, okay? Dinner time, eat mostly vegetables and a small piece of protein, okay? You can have you a nice beverage at, at dinner time. One beverage after you done drunk all water all day is not going to hurt you. That's going to be your reward for eating healthy all day. And... If you in between, you want a snack, a whole meal can be a snack. Sometimes we're hungry like that because a lot of us is going to skip breakfast. So for a snack, you don't have to opt for 10 cashews, five peanuts. You can eat you a whole salad that's mostly spinach, that has tomatoes, that has your cucumbers, that has a sprinkle of cheese. That could have shredded chicken, or you could do a fruit salad. Do it with strawberries. Do it with grapes, okay? It's just that simple. Having Changing your mindset and not allowing an excuse to be the say-all, be-all would then change your habit, which then change your impulsive behavior. Think about the end result before eating your next meal. Again, thank you for tuning in to T-Tip Tuesdays, even though it's Thursday. Have a great night.